got our own intro going on here and oh oh so much applause wow wow thank you thank you <laughs> i'm just messing around there hey i want to welcome everyone to today's episode of the teton crossfit podcast where we talk about community rexburg crossfit what we are who we are and how we can all get better so on today's episode uh we are going to talk about how to look a little bit better in that bathing suit now that is not the reason why we choose to do crossfit um, it might be one of the reasons why we choose to do CrossFit. And because summer is coming up, that's something that is on people's minds. And so I want to break it down a little bit and what you can do and how you can do it. But first and foremost, I want you to know that as coaches um, and, and owners of Teton CrossFit, we don't judge any of that. People have their own reasons for being here, and I have my own reasons for being here. And all of our coaches have their own reasons for being here. And there is no judgment whatsoever to say, hey, I want to look a little bit better in a bathing suit for this summer. Totally get it, totally understand. And um, the nice thing is, the advice that we're going to give for that is actually very close to the same advice that we would give for living a long, healthy, prosperous Life, live to be 95 and not in a nursing home. So we're going to dive in there. Now, Greg Glassman, when he first came out with all of this, the CrossFit stuff, he said, eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Now, as a basic guideline, that is actually a very incredible way of looking at it. And I want to break that down just a little bit right now. So eat meat and vegetables. He started that out by saying, base your diet on meat. Because it wasn't vegetables and meat, it was meat and vegetables. Now there are so many benefits to meat. Meat has been vilified over the years, but usually the red meat studies have been, they've been a little shady. They've been put in with processed red meat. So eating a stick of salami and eating an organic uh, buffalo burger patty are not the same thing. Now, also, a lot of people that were put into these studies um, didn't have basic health markers to begin with. It might have been a group of smokers, and they're like, hey, group of smokers, can you eat some salami for us and see what happens? And it, it showed some pretty negative outcomes with with what it can do the causing cancer and different things high blood pressure and 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 um just different things that we just are trying to avoid so i want to assure you the science because science changes the science has changed meat is not bad for you meat is extremely important now, I would take it a little bit further and say, depending on how much you can spend on meat, um, it is perfectly okay to go to Walmart, where you can get the cheapest ground beef, and start there. That is okay. You're getting the protein, you're getting the fat, you're getting the micronutrients that's in the protein, in the red meat, and that's okay. If you can start to work up to where you can maybe get some uh, free-range organic bison, much better. If you hunt on your own and you 
you hunt your own elk and deer and and antelope and uh, bighorn sheep, that sort of thing, even better. Like, the more wild, the better. The nutrient density to fat ratio is absolutely incredible. So we just need to remember that Greg Glassman came out and he said, meat and vegetables. Okay, now let's, let's, let's talk. We know the meat. That should be half your plate, okay? We should be eating 0.8 to 1.2 grams of protein per pound that we weigh. So that's going to be putting me at 198 grams of protein a day. I'll be honest, that's tough for me to get. It's tough. I usually don't get it. So right now in this stage, I am losing body fat, but I'm also losing muscle. I know that if I increase the amount of protein... I would be losing less muscle, but for me, at this point in my life, that's difficult, so I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, he went on to vegetables after that. What kind of vegetables? We need to choose vegetables that digest well for you. That could be almost any vegetable, but we need to pay attention to what these vegetables do to you, and if they... uh, affect you raw or if they affect you cooked remember what you're cooking them in um and do they hurt your stomach do they give you diarrhea like we need to be checking these things and um i'd say the same with meat the truth is with meat we don't usually get that humans tolerate meat pretty well um it's interesting because we can eat almost any animal's meat and be perfectly okay we can actually only very few plants without it being toxic and poisoning us. So um, all of the normal plants that you're going to find in grocery stores, you're going to be just fine. You're going to eat them, and you're going to be able to tell, hey, this one maybe doesn't make me feel very well. This one does. If I cook it like this, it's okay. If I cook it like this, not. I can eat it raw, and I'm okay. But if I cook it, then it's not. So just pay some attention to that. Now, what I would say that Greg Glassman does not is make sure that you are chewing your food very, very well. So 20 to 30 chews per bite. You put a bite in your mouth 20 to 30 times, chew it up, then you can swallow it. Why? We release pre-digestive enzymes in our mouth that start to break down that food well before it goes down into our stomach. So we're releasing those pre-digestive enzymes. It's actually starting to break down our food early. It's breaking it down now. And then once it gets down to your stomach, it can continue its thing, and it can go through your small intestines and your large intestines and your colon, and it can come out, and it's extracting nutrients the entire time. But it all starts in the mouth. So if you're just bite in, right down your esophagus, um, it's not the best. We can take some time with it. Now, it does a couple things. One, it actually expands the surface area of the food, so you're able to extract more. But in increasing that surface area, you're also increasing the amount of uh, volume that you're putting down there because then it expands when it hits your stomach fluids, and it makes you feel more full faster. So there's a couple good things by chewing your food there. So meat and vegetables... Nuts and seeds. What are we going to get out of nuts and seeds? You're also going to be getting micronutrients just like out of your vegetables. So vitamins and minerals. But you're also going to be getting some really healthy fats out of nuts and seeds. And fats, well, let's say this. 
Fat does not equal fat. Just because you're eating fat does not mean that you're going to get fat. In fact, that's not how it works. Um, fat, you've heard of phospholipid bilayers from back in high school biology and lipids in our body and you've got triglycerides and you've got different health markers that, that they take on blood labs. Fats are absolutely necessary for life. Um, I'm not a doctor, so you know, take this for what it is, but I think fats are even more important for females. Um, when female hormones get off, a lot of times uh, doctors can look at fat intakes and see, oh, you're on a low-fat diet. We need to add some healthy fats back into your diet, and some things can happen, and, and you can get back into a better place pretty quick. So um, nuts and seeds, you're getting your micronutrients, and you're getting really good fats. Meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit. Let's talk about that. Some fruit. People are like, wait, fruit's good. Fruit is good. Uh, so why only some fruit? We're talking in relation to your plate. So meat and vegetables. Half your plate, meat, and let's say a quarter of your plate is vegetables. Or maybe, maybe we could change that ratio a little bit. We can say two-thirds of your plate is meat and vegetables. Some fruit, a third of your plate can be fruit. Some fruit. Now, we want to make sure that we're choosing fruit that is bright, and it is yummy, and it is diverse. Fruit has fructose. Fructose is a, let's just say it's a type of sugar. And if you remember back to um, high school biology, ATP, adenosine triphosphate, the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, well, it needs... It needs ATP. And when we start messing with sugars, sugar is one of the fastest ways to replenish the energy stores in our body. So if you were to back squat, and you looked at it on a graph, and you look and you think, okay, is a back squat, um, is it aerobic? Is it like running a marathon? No. Is it glycolytic? Is it going to tap into my glycogen stores? And is it going to... No. Doesn't... Because uh, it's really fast. What about ATP? Yes. Back squat, ATP. Now you've burned through those energy stores. What's one of the fastest ways to get energy back into our body? You are eating carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates. Now I'm not explaining the the similarities between ATP and um, sugars here vary well, uh, but just know that that's the quickest way to replenish the sugar in your body, to replenish um, the quick energy stores in your body. So if we can learn to time these carbohydrates around our workouts, that's also really important. So when it says some fruit, little starch, no sugar, it's also important that we take that some fruit and little starch. So we're talking, you know, potatoes and stuff there. If we can time those around our workout, um, they can go back to glycogen replenishment really quickly. There is something called the window of gains. Now, whether that's true or not, there's this idea of an anabolic window within 20 minutes of working out that you can kind of eat anything you want 
and it will go to glycogen replenishment. I've seen studies uh, pro and I've seen studies con, but let's just say doesn't matter. Um, if we're going to choose to eat carbohydrates, choose to eat them within 20 minutes of the workout. Uh, I've seen studies in both directions. So if you're actually eating meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, and you're doing the, the some fruits and little starch based around your workout, you're not going to go wrong. You're not going to go wrong. And you're going to be in a really good place. Now, this is where it becomes a little bit difficult in the society that we live in. It says no sugar. And that's hard. That's hard. If there's anyone out there that knows how difficult it is to say no sugar, I am there with you. I will stand proud and say that is hard. This is for optimal, optimal health. So I totally understand that every once in a while we need some sugar. I'm going to rephrase that and say every once in a while we can have some sugar. The thing is we don't need it. Our, physiologically, we don't need sugar. Our body has mechanisms to break down and to get that glucose. But it says no sugar. Let's be realistic here. And let's start to make some goals in some certain directions that will bring us where maybe we can decrease our sugar consumption just a little bit more. And that's kind of the key. Can you be better tomorrow than you are today? Can you be better the next day than you were that day? That's really the key here. And I promise you, I promise, if you can eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and very much limit your sugar, you're going to find yourself in a really good place. You're going to find yourself doing better in workouts. You're going to find yourself getting stronger. You're going to find yourself looking a little bit better in a bathing suit. Now, that's relative. That's going to be up to you. Um, not to get all psychological here, but you know, some people are going to think you're going to look really good in a bathing suit, um, no matter what, uh, body fat percentage you have. And some people are going to think that other people don't look good in body suits, body uh, bathing suits, no matter how much body fat percentage they have. It actually doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what you think and how you feel comfortable and how much you love yourself. Now, if we're talking about me and how much I love myself, it really does help me when I've lost some body fat and when I put on a bathing suit and I don't have uh, flaps coming over the sides. I mean, those are things that are just real and it's okay to talk about them. I feel better. So I want you to feel better. I want you to feel comfortable. But this is you. This isn't about what other people think. This is about you. So my advice would be to primarily eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. And what gives a lot of people just that little extra boost is intermittent fasting. If you can find just a certain amount of hours a day that you eat, it can greatly help to reduce the amount of calories that you're eating in the day. So I don't mean to keep bringing me up, but it's hard when... Uh, I only have my experience and the experience that I've read and heard and talked about with others. In December, when I started intermittent fasting, it was kind of difficult. But after about a week of it, it started to not become so difficult. Eating, waiting until 2 o'clock in the afternoon to eat was not a big deal. Now, what I do is I eat a big meal around 2 o'clock, um, probably about 1,000 to 1,200 calories around 12 o'clock. Then 
um, at dinner time with the family, I eat about another 500. So that's putting me at 1,700 calories. Now, that's not a lot, okay? That's, um, if I'm coaching someone, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. You weigh almost 200 pounds and you're only at 1,700 calories. Nah, we got to get a little bit higher in calories here. So I'll usually uh, supplement with some protein to try to get up. And then I like snacks. So, you know, a couple times a week, I try to do half a cookie or half a cinnamon roll or something like that. And I bet there's some nutritionists out there that would just lose their crap over me saying that. But the truth is for me to stay on it and make it something that I can do over a multiple period of time that I can do for years and make sustainable, that's just something that I need to do. And that's okay if that's what you need to do. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out. This is one of my favorite subjects. This is one of my favorite ways to help people. Um, at CrossFit, I'll give you advice uh, and everything, but it is tough to get deep with every single member. You know, when we're talking 60, 70 members um, or more, it gets tough when it starts to be every single person. And so we'll give as much advice as possible. But if you really want to get deep, and you want to have a coach, and you want to be individualized, and you want to have that accountability every single day. Um, it's a hundred bucks a month, hundred dollars a month. Um, I've been working with people for years and years and years, and we've gotten a lot of people to where they want to be. And interestingly, when they get where they want to be, they find that that's not actually what they wanted the whole time. And so we continue on to find what they want. Um, it involves a little bit. Oh, well, a lot of bit of nutrition coaching and a little bit of life coaching, a little bit of motivation, and uh, we find some good things. So if that's something that you want, if you want some individualized one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching, um, it is 100 bucks a month because it, it is a little bit time-consuming. It's mostly done over text message. I will make you accountable. That is extremely important. Uh, like Stan Efferding says, the compliance is the science. You can do it on almost any diet, but you have to be compliant. Um, I'll work with you as far as making sure that we're not overtraining and that we're not under eating. Those are the two things that are extremely important in what we do. So let me know. Um, you can hit me up on uh, at Coach Tyler M on uh, Instagram. You can hit me up on the Teton CrossFit Instagram. You can also text me at 208 681 six seven five seven i honestly did not mean to plug this at the end of this but um, some people need some extra help and they want the extra help and i love to give the extra help it is just uh definitely a passion of mine so you guys are all amazing as we say in every podcast um as the owners of teton crossfit kira and i love you so much as the coaches same exact thing we are here for you we want to see you succeed we want to see you reach your goals and uh that is the absolute truth. If you guys need anything, please reach out. Please let us know. If you have any ideas for future episodes, also please reach out and let us know. Uh, again, love you. Have you have hope that you have a great day, and we will see you in class this week.